Hi there, welcome to Breaking It Down by Dr. Delma Bunda. I hope you're well and you've had a great transition into the new year, leaving you amped, excited and ready for whatever this year holds. And if not, don't worry, by the end of this episode, I'm certain that we'll be on the same wavelength of excitement, of a great anticipation for what this year holds. I mean, it's a clean slate for it to become anything we want it to be. And today's episode will be helping us have a good start to that. We'll be talking about how fortune favors those who are brave with a memories so let's find out part of a new year is having a baggage or an abundance of memories they can be good or bad but that's what we all share and have in common is the memories from the previous year and the memories from the previous year are also a tool for us to actually set expectations for the new year are a tool for us to set goals and our vision for 2023 but what i've learned in my life over the past years is it's important how I set my goals and my vision and my expectations for for the next year in this case 2023 and that's the mindset what kind of mindset am I in when I write these goals because memories can be perceived as the timeless power and an eternal gift obviously when they're working in your favor because it could also be an, an internal hell so to say but what i love about memories is that it is also evidence that there is no season or situation that lasts forever the pure fact that we have memories means that we actually overcome whatever situation that felt like it wouldn't end whatever situation that hurt us so badly that an hour to an hour felt like years but with memories it's a sense of reminder that things do not last forever that there is no season that is endless and just like the time of the year we've got summer spring winter and autumn so it is with our own lives and with memories we can also choose to see it that way as a new year brings with it so many memories of the days gone by and the desire to actually relive some and the urgency to forget others yet in the midst of all this extremity of emotions of wanting to forget urgently or desperately desiring to relive them we have the gift of being able to actually rewrite our memories it is thus be better for us to write them in a healthy way so in a life-giving way that when we look back we can actually be strengthened you don't want to be a victim of your emotions you don't want to be a victim of your memories and hopefully by the end of this episode I can help us to make that transition of not being victims of our memories but instead being in control of our memories to a point that it makes us brave enough to tackle the future it makes us bold enough to say hey I'm gonna try again whether it hurts whether it doesn't whether it hurt me badly or it didn't it doesn't matter what matters is the moment now that I am choosing to embrace so I know this happens every day where we have memories and every day we get to choose how we live the day regardless of the bad day from yesterday or the bad weekend but I think too little times do we actually sit down with the previous year and take account of our actions why did I do what I did I see the results I'm fully aware of the replications it had into my life but why did I do what I do you know 
what motivates me to behave in such a way? What motivates me to keep making the same decisions over and over again? So if 2020 had more negative memories than positive, it's time to ask why that we cannot control, like losing a loved one or a breakup of, from a long-term relationship. These things we can never foresee really, um, and we cannot really do much about it, but we have a choice on how we remember that year and how we remember that experience. So we can cognitively make up our mind on how we want to remember last year. Similarly to rewriting traumatic experiences, but with a twist. <laughs> the concept of rewriting traumatic memories has to do with activating the neural pathways of trauma and creating a new experience in the consolidation period. And we recall our negative experiences in that moment and cognitively think of them and find ways to see the good in that moment, whatever tragic experience that may have been, we try to find a new way of remembering it. And in this period of time, it's called consolidation. But I think we often underestimate our brain's ability to help us at being us and being better at us. But I think maybe it's more of a lack of understanding of our brain. And I think it keeps us stagnant in many areas of our life. For example, knowing that it doesn't have to be a traumatic experience for you to actually rewrite your memories, but you can take the years as they come and close the chapters of each year cognitively, choosing to say, hey, 2022, if I can sum that up, if I can look back on all the things that I think I dread, that I think I absolutely love, and start asking myself very critical questions that tackle the, why did I do what I do? What was my mental status? Um, and by doing this, you're setting yourself up for something better than what you had last year. Let's take a breakup, for example. It's painful, it's messy, and oftentimes the shattering of the heart is in so many pieces that one really doesn't even know where to start to put them all back together again. And that that is a truthful part of the situation. The aftermath is often times keeping your heart on reserve and never really being open again um, to loving so deeply or trusting so deeply like you did before. And that's the normal route, right? But in writing your relationship goals for this year, you can choose and decide to cognitively understand the situation for what it was and treasure those memories. Hard, yes, I know, <laughs> but possible. Um, while you actually treasure the memories, you write those down and you hold those more dearly than the heartbreak and the pieces while you actively make plans to move on to heal and take the time to heal that wound. Because I mean, even in surgery, we always recommend our patients to take time out from their daily routine after the surgical procedure to recover and to take it easy because the body needs to mend itself. So you cannot possibly be cut open and tell me it did not affect you in any way that you're strong enough to just move on just like that. And it's not just not fair on you, but also on the new partner that you're gonna get without moving on from the past with healing. You know. That that's the most important part. But anyways, more on that in February. So hopefully you'll tune in in February where we celebrate love and we break it down how we can actually do relationships better, um, how we can build up a new mindset to healthier and more rewarding relationships. So 
back to using our memories to building new mindsets to help us conquer 2020-23. Once you have rewritten your experiences of 2022 in a healthy way, this allows you or gives potential to making plans from a healthier place from a healthier mindset to be able to make better memories and not rewrite the past without knowing because you cannot do better if you don't know better, right? So all of this, the rewriting of memories in a healthy way is an effort to start a new year with a chance to focus on rewriting last year in a way that gives us the necessary momentum to chase our goals, to dream bigger dreams and to fetch the life that you know you deserve. But it has to start with knowing better so you can do better. Another way of thinking about it is, is understanding your reasons, your motives for why you do the things that you do. For why is it that you have this particular way and pattern of going about and achieving the things that you desire in life because once you have that you actually indirectly setting yourself up for a better chance at achieving all the new year's resolutions that you set and all the goals that you aspire to achieve because we cannot start a new year with the hope of achieving something different if we're still functioning with the same mentality of last year if you know better you do better but if you remain the same how can you possibly expect different results? Like Einstein said, stupid is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. So let's tackle 2023 with a know it better attitude because we're actually acquiring the necessary knowledge to be better. So take the month of January to better understand your mindset and then actually readjust your plans accordingly. In this way, you're able to actually have a sustainable plan for success for the year. Plan does not necessarily mean you're going to achieve your goals, but it's indirectly saying I'm setting myself up for maximum potential of success, for maximum potential of achieving what it is that I've set out to do. And that is so much better than not having a plan at all, because we know that a goal without a plan is merely a wish. So because I don't desire to have wishes my whole life, but I actually want the things that I wish, therefore I have to actually set goals. And how I go about in setting goals is based on how I see myself. I see myself as a full part being. For instance, I have a body, that's one, right? And I have a mind that governs the functioning of my body. And then I'm blessed with a soul and a spirit to actually experience life, the non-tangible things of life, like love, sorrow, peace, anger and therefore I have to set goals for all those areas because I personally desire to live out my maximum potential whatever that may be so I live with the intention of fully understanding what my body is capable of doing I need to know and I guess one can say that's why I study medicine then with my curiosity to what my mind can achieve if I just set my attention and my gaze on it I've always wondered and that led me to majoring in neurology and our psychiatry. And I always live in the awareness that there is a God that made me with a plan in mind. Therefore, I always seek to understand what the heck is this plan? And I'd really love to live it out because it's like driving a Mercedes without fully understanding its horsepower or driving a Ferrari and not understanding its horsepower. It's like always living beneath maximum potential. And for me, it's just like, I can't fathom that. I need to understand the horsepower of anything that I drive 
describe or anything that I do in my life. And somehow in me understanding um, this from the perspective of my spiritual life, it has given so much richness and fullness to my soul in finding peace and joy. How that works, I have no idea. It's just something that I've actually experienced my whole life and it's given me momentum and courage and peace to my soul that is so difficult to articulate, but it's an experience I totally wish for anyone to have. Because I see myself in the way that I do as a four-part being, I then need to understand how can I maximize this horsepower of a mind? How can I maximize this horsepower of a body, for example? So I need finances, for example, to change my vision from being a mere dream to a reality because it requires finances. But if I never set specific goals for where I want my money to go, I'll never actually reach what I see in my head. I'll never see my dream come to reality because I'm mismanaging my money. And therefore, it's important for me to set financial goals at the beginning of the year for example and then I need wisdom to be a good doctor I need wisdom therefore I set career goals to guide me on how I can be better how can I improve from merely knowing the basics to actually giving my patients the best maximal help there is out there but that would require for me to actually set career goals therefore I don't set them because I want to be better than anyone or the best from the crew no my motive is nearly being the best at being me and when I am consistent at trying to be the best version of myself every time the byproduct of that is sometimes you end up being the best in the industry, the best in whatever that you have set your heart and mind to actually doing. But the most important part there is that the success is a byproduct of the motive of just being better and consistent at being you. Therefore, I'm able to actually grow in my career ladder by not sacrificing myself or my morals or what's important to me. And also, I physically need to actually be fit enough to actually see my dreams come alive. Therefore, I set fitness and health goals because I want to ensure my lungs, my heart and my muscles can carry me to my very prime years. And when those years do come, I actually enjoy them and I'm not burdened or having to pay so much money to other people to help me at keeping me up <laughs> so I can actually enjoy my success and that is why setting fitness goals is not just about looking good or having that six-pack um, <laughs> but it's merely understanding that everything that I am working towards every single day if I am not healthy it is in vain I might as well just stop and not try at all I might as well not give my best at today if I'm not going to take care of my physical body because at the end of the day what I have is my body to carry me to all these places if I'm not healthy I land up being in bed and that takes away more days at being productive that takes away more days of chasing the dream or pursuing those goals and being absolutely closer than you were the, the previous day but that is a choice one has to make and by choosing to eat healthy by choosing to work out by choosing to go for a walk by choosing to prioritize your health in your day in your week in your month in your life until it becomes a habit is only doing you good and all the goals that you sit in line bed dreaming about 
<laughs> you might as well have a healthy motive as to why you want to stay healthy so that you can actually be consistent until the very end of the year. So if you need to lose weight, ask yourself, why do I want to lose weight? So I can look good on Instagram, so I can get more likes, or so I can fit into a size 26 jean. I don't think that's sustainable because come July or come a tragic incident or just life gets so busy, you'll never have enough motivation to actually get on the getting fit wagon if ever your motive was not for you and for the future self. Because if it's based merely on what you see now, it is a little harder to sustain than when you set a goal with the end you in mind. For example, okay, I can smoke and that's cool, that's fine, it might relieve the stress right now but then a question I have to ask myself what does that do for the future me for example in this podcast my ability to actually speak might be hindered in the future if I continue to smoke could could not but do you really want to take the risk and besides that imagine living and not being able to run to jog to walk fast all because you shattered your lungs for whatever reason it may be it may be valid it truly truly may be valid and I totally understand but sometimes it's about weighing the options of how valid it is now versus the consequences and how valid it would be in the future. So just a beautiful thought there. And lastly, part of my human experience and everyone's human experience is to love, to experience love and to be loved, which means I need to actually nurture and grow my relationships. I need to set relationship goals and not just the romantic ones, but also family, friends, colleagues, colleagues, neighbors, those small relationships contribute to how I perceive life, contribute to my daily existence, whether I am happier or I remain the same or I'm just a grumpy person. Because if I have a good relationship with my neighbors, which is so minuscule, probably in someone else's sight, but when I have a good relationship with my neighbor, my every interaction with them is always pleasant and that leaves me in a good space and we have so many other things in the world that weigh down and try to challenge us being in a good space so why add you know like a simple thing as having a good relationship with your neighbor next door whether you barely see them or you don't always use small opportunities to give birth to the bigger picture and that is being in a good space that is being in a healthy space but if you don't take advantage of the small things and think you need to just work on these bigger grander things that everyone can see oftentimes they're not i've noticed that doesn't quite pay off because <laughs> um, a lot of life is a reciprocating right so even if it's small or if you keep sowing good to the small thing whatever it may be it will respond at some point to another and why not <laughs> why not we could all do with some good news we could all do with some good interactions we could all do with some healthy solid authentic relationships even if it's from our neighbor 
or for my boyfriend or for my husband or for my brothers and sisters whatever it is i think we could do with a little more good but we have to actually take those small things a little more seriously and understand it is the small things that accumulate to becoming our human experience and i don't know about you but you know in this t- short time that we have i'd like to be happy i mean i know that not every single day of every single moment i will be happy but i'd like to at least be at peace and have the changes of ups and downs in a constant thread of happiness so the graph may go up and down but there is a constant line in between all of that and that is me being at peace and that is me being happy and also another key element to a human experience that has over the years really developed and become a significant priority in my life and that is my spiritual life although one may say i was born into like an a spiritual atmosphere or an environment i feel like only recently i've discovered the value of a healthy spirit and soul because when it is well with your spirit it is well with all other elements of the goals that we spoke about in relationships your family goals your career goals your fitness goals for some reason unknown like i cannot find a scientific explanation for why it works the way it does but when this part is okay all the other parts seemingly align themselves and for me i set goals in this area so that i can live in the consciousness of the fact that i was created for a reason and in being created for a reason it means is an ultimate plan and you never create something for failure definitely not i don't think you spend time and energy creating something to only see it fail and therefore when i always keep this in mind i try to keep my connection and communion with the father in in harmony all throughout the year <laughs> the year is a bit long more like all day <laughs> you know because the day is so challenging on its own and so easy to forget your spirit It's so easy to forget your soul. It's so easy sometimes to forget the things that we don't see in pursuit to all the things that we do. For example, when I go to the gym, if I hit hard enough at the gym, I start seeing those abs formulate and that is always so motivating, but not a visible element it's a little harder to get motivated and that is why it's important to actually look at the elements of who you are or how you see yourself for me like i said for part of being and setting goals for each and one of them because if you do not plan a goal is a mere wish right so if you desire to be happier if you desire more peace if you desire career growth set a plan for it and setting a plan does not necessarily means that on the 13th of february i need to achieve that no um but you need to understand your seasons and your times and that's in the next episode where we talk about understanding time living in a way that time rewards you and not being tortured by time and that at the end of the day really goes down to how do you perceive goals and how do you actually set goals and um that will help you start to see time in a different way so tune in next week when we talk about time being a rewarding place instead of a place of torch Now that I have understood why I need to set the goals, why do I even need to write down resolutions? Why do I need to sit down with a pen and paper and actually take it seriously what I desire to achieve? 
um, and in conjunction with having rewritten the past experiences in a healthy way. Both of these two things, when you combine them, you actually place yourself in a position to write these goals in a different mindset, not the mindset of a victim of your previous mistakes or the failed attempts from last year or even from a broken heart. But this position instead allows you to set yourself up for maximum potential of success. The mindset of a healthy person with wisdom from past experiences, it helps you align yourself better to where you want to be and where you see yourself in the next coming year. Therefore, instead of being defined by your previous failures, I want to challenge you today to look at all those failures and to look at all those attempts and mistakes and everything that you think, if that hadn't happened, my life would have been different. I challenge you to actually write those things down. There's therapy in writing, trust you me. Um, write them down, sit down with a notebook and a pen and actually put it to paper that which you think, if this had not happened in my life, I would have actually been in a better place. And when you write those down afterwards, I challenge you to actually reconsider how you think of them. So instead of the biggest failure or the biggest mess up of your life, think of it as a pivotal shift or a redirection to something better. But because you keep holding on to what could have been, you don't realize what could have happened if you let go and allowed the redirection to lead you to something else, to lead you into a better place. You don't know, but what you do know is that you keep holding on to what didn't work and you're bitter for it. So you might as well try to let go of what you cannot change, let go of what happened. Whether it's okay or not, life is sometimes unfair. But what life is fair on is opportunities. Opportunities, one, to rewrite our memories. And second opportunity is to try again. Instead of playing that broken record of your previous failed relationships, be bold enough to hold on tighter to the lessons that you learned in that relationship and confidently walk into the next one. Because you understand that what meant, what is meant for you will always find its way to you. So stop looking behind you and hoping that you'll have a different outcome and also stop being shy about auditioning again because you didn't make the cut last year instead be brave enough to admit that maybe you need to step up your game and do better regardless if the playing field was fair or not because at the end of the day it always leads to self-improvement which technically means you win anyways even if you don't get the job that you wanted, you have the opportunity to make yourself better in order for the next time you enter the market to be an irresistible job candidate. It's a choice that you have. How you see it, how you write it down and define it allows you to have a different mindset in order to set the new goals. So if you see it in a negative light and if you see it in a bitter light, your goals, whatever that you want to achieve, is not by coming from a healthy place. Instead, it will be coming from a place of bitterness. And when it comes from such a place, it only yields bitterness because you reap what you sow. A lot of life has shown us that whatever you sow, you cannot sow oranges and hope for apples. <laughs> when we look around us, nature alone tells us we reap what we sow. 
So all of this just to simply remind you to never settle for being a victim of your memories. Instead, take control, take action with the immense power that you have to rewrite your memories in a healthy and balanced way. Like, why not? You know, why not? Why keep living being a victim of yesterday's memories when you have the opportunity today to write them in a way that makes your memories become your greatest asses and become the power of acceleration towards the life that you want. So allow the memories of the year gone by to be your servant and not your master, i.e. be the producer of your memories, not a victim of circumstances. Yes, life happened, but what did you do about it? Did you react or did you respond? So let the new year also be an opportunity for you to reset your memories in a way that serves you, in a way that propels you forward to the future that you desire. So I hope you may reconsider the purpose of setting goals in your life. <laughs> Maybe what the heck, start dreaming again because you realize you don't want to let life happen to you, but you, you want to happen to life. So don't go back and replaying a movie that you cannot change its ending. Instead, write the script to ensure it ends with you having an opportunity to be the best version of yourself the next round, which is now, which is 2023. You have a chance to one, rewrite your memories in a healthy, balanced way. Secondly, you have an opportunity to acquire a new mindset, a new mindset to living life, a new mindset to setting goals in a different way, to setting you up to actually achieve them. Because there's nothing frustrating than having goals and never ever attaining them. I truly believe that after this episode, you have a better perspective on goal setting. It's not just about writing down what you see in the future and putting time to it. It's bigger than that. It's greater than that. It is your whole life. It is basically saying, I want to be fit enough to live out my dreams. Therefore, I set healthy goals. I said eating goals. I want to be healthy and I want to be happy. Therefore, I sit down and I set healthy relationship goals. I want healthy interactions with the people around me. And I actually want to see everything that I've dreamt of come to pass. Therefore, I'm going to be wiser and smarter with my money. I'm going to educate myself on how I can be financially savvy. If you completely suck at it and if you're bad at it, it's okay. We're all not great at everything, but what we all have is an opportunity. So don't let the opportunity of the start of a new year be taken from you just because of memories. You are more powerful than you think in terms of your brain. If you understand your brain now that you do, use it to your advantage. Use it to rewrite the memories of 2022 that were hard on you in a way that sets you up for success, that sets you up for joy, peace, and what the heck? Everything that sets you up for maximum, maximum reach and potential. I'm super excited about what the future has for you. I'm certain that if you just take the moments and the hours to consider all the stuff that we spoke about, you will hopefully change a few things you will hopefully chew upon it and do something different because remember we cannot be better when we don't know better but if you desire to 
make this year something incredible to have a year that you've never had before and to reach heights that you've never reached before you have to be willing to step outside of the comfort zone you have to be willing to say no to familiar and say i am going to try to see to understand what i am capable of what can i achieve if i just decide to say no to my comfort zone if i decide to say no to the familiar mindsets and patterns that have oftentimes left me at the same place that I was in the beginning of the year at the end of the year sometimes one just gotta say no I'm done I'm done with the familiar it doesn't pay but I'm ready I'm ready to try I'm ready to try something new I'm ready to give my all at being me the best way I know how and with you tuning in every week we can work together towards a sustainable healthier you and final thoughts one is of caution to pay attention to what i like to call the comfort mindset and this is a place that we're all so familiar to these are the patterns of our behavior this is what makes you you um this year i challenge you to actually Pay attention to what those patterns are and ask yourself, what are my motives? Why do I do the things that I do? What is my mindset? What am I actually thinking that's driving my behavior and patterns? If you want to see a lasting change, you need to start asking these hardcore questions that only you can answer. But when you do, the liberation that comes with it is incredible. So I really hope you take the challenge to ask yourself and you take the word of caution to pay attention not to fall back into your old habits. And when you do, set reminders for yourself onto getting back onto the wagon. Or you can simply tune in and we can do this together the whole year. I'll be right there with you. We can journey on on how to make this year different from what you've had before using what you got in your brain thank you so much again for joining me i hope you've enjoyed the episode as much as i've enjoyed the time but let's continue the conversation on social media i'd love to hear how you deal with bad memories especially when making the transition from one year to another year do you deal with them do you suppress them had you been conscious of the concept before before this episode? Let me know. Uh, breaking it down with Dr. Del Mabunda. Find me on Instagram or Facebook. So, bon anno, happy new year once again. And well, and keep breaking it down. Everything that does not serve its purpose in 2023.